Greetings, I'm Goodness Collins. Welcome to our Life by the Truth podcast on Biblical Forgiveness. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this moment. Your word has the power to quicken and to restore. Please quicken our hearts to love you more and serve you better. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, we saw that biblical forgiveness is the real solution to guilt and understanding how forgiveness works, especially from God's perspective, will help us live godly in these times. We must allow Jesus to dwell in our hearts, receiving mercy from Him and yielding ourselves to reveal His grace to others. Today is part 2. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Let's start by examining what guilt is because it is the existence of guilt that requires forgiveness. A dictionary definition of guilt is a feeling of anxiety or unhappiness that you have done something wrong or immoral, such as causing harm to another person. Our topic today is a two side effect. Some years ago, a colleague of mine while in class was called a bad name by the class members without any trouble. But the day I mentioned that name, he was angry and slapped me twice in the presence of others and this broke our friendship, of which I made effort to restore because it was all my fault, but he was no longer free with me. Our friendship fell apart. Our mutual bond broke for a period of time. You see, there is always a feeling of estrangement or separation from the one we have wronged. It becomes difficult to be around the persons we have wronged because we feel ashamed in their presence. Reconciliation between the two parties involved is needed to heal the separation. Has someone lied against you of which you later discovered? Have you been cheated upon? Have you caused pain on others either? Many today are heartbroken because of the experiences they had with their neighbors, friends, colleagues, even family members. Think about your own experience with guilt and forgiveness and you will realize that it has two side effects. There are always at least two individuals involved. This beautiful truth will give you a better understanding of forgiveness, will make you feel better about the process and the peace that comes as we follow the Bible's injunction in dealing with the feelings of guilt. Let's see a few verses that uses forgiveness. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The word if here shows the need for true confession to God, which comes because of sorrow for sin and hunger for repentance. In James chapter 5 verse 16, the Bible says, Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. In Mark 11 verse 26, the Bible says, But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. You see, anyone who is unforgiven cut off the very channel through which alone he can receive mercy from God. We should not think that unless those who have injured us confess their wrong, we are justified in withholding from them our forgiveness. It is their part, no doubt, to humble their hearts by repentance and confession. But we are to have a spirit of compassion towards those who have trespassed against us, whether or not they have confessed their fault. 
However sorely they might have wounded us, we are not to cherish our grievances and sympathize with ourselves over our injuries. But as we hope to be pardoned for our offenses against God, we are to pardon all who have done evil to us. You see, as Christians, we are admonished to forgive one another following Christ's example. Where forgiveness is, there will be no wrath, anger, malice, clamor, evil speaking, and bitterness. Some people today are controlled by bitterness. They have been treated cruelly and wish bad things will happen to their offenders. Others brood for years, tormented by memories of the wound they receive. But this is the very worst possible solution to resolve the hurts in our lives. The Bible teaches that we are not to hold on to hurts. We are to release those who have offended us by any degree of indebtedness, perhaps personally absorbing some loss as a result. Forgiveness must be given and received between the forgiver and the offender. Friend, we can receive forgiveness from God only as we forgive others. It is the love of God that draws us unto Him, and that love cannot touch our hearts without creating love for our brethren. May the love of God continue in your heart until we meet again next week. Think about those who have offended you and take a step of forgiveness. God bless you. Amen.